We are back. Back by popular demand, popular request. You all really showed a lot of love to the playing demo tapes that we did. Man, like it was like a year ago, right? Time flies. Well, I am back with Rudy, who is still a major part of the Trep Life team. Um, definitely the most consistent part of the team. Um, huge influence on what we do here. Uh, like I said, this Trap Life podcast is for um, it's for everybody, but it's specifically catered um, for that next generation um, of entrepreneurs, uh, particularly Black entrepreneurs. So without further ado, it's uh, my honor to introduce you again to um, I can't even say a friend of the podcast, but the heart spirit of the podcast. Uh, my guy, Rudy. Rudy, my dude, what is up? Hey, Pete. Thank you very much for the introduction. So I'm really excited to be back recording another episode and look into DJ Khaled's newest album that he released. So thank you so much for having me back. And thank you for all you do and uh, help spreading the podcast and the behind the scenes work that you do. It's truly appreciated. So I'm looking forward to doing some more episodes. Um, so tell us what's going on with you, Rudy. It's, it's been a while since we recorded. How have you been? What's new in your world? So currently, I'm a senior in high school. I'm about to graduate. Um, and for my next step, I'll be attending Arizona State University. So I'm looking forward to um, experiencing college and preparing myself for the next steps. My guy, congratulations. Blessings on that. Arizona State just got a real one. So they made an amazing decision by um, accepting you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Best decision they've ever made. (laughs) And then uh, we wish you the best in your college experience. And uh, what are you majoring in specifically? So I'll be majoring in business. So that's my plan. Um, Yeah. Okay. Cool. And um, tell us, how, how do you feel about the uh, Dark Lane demo tapes. How do you feel about the review that we did? How do you still feel about that album or that project, I should say, more so than anything? It's not quite an album. Um, I really enjoyed uh, recording the past episode that we did, Dark Lane demo tapes. Um, I think Drake did a nice job on the album. Um, it wasn't one of his hit albums at all. Um, I think it was just something that he wanted to put out um, I think he did have a few nice songs in there um, from Florida with Love. That's probably my favorite song from the album. Yeah, one of mine as well. Yeah, so um, I think Drake did a good job on that. I enjoyed um, discussing it with you and going in detail. Um, but I think this album is a little bit different with DJ Khaled. Um, I think because it's more of a mainstream album and he has a lot of popular artists who are featured on every track so i think it's a little different 
But other than that, I enjoyed my experience recording the Dark Lane Demo Tapes episode. Well, take us through. What's up? Tell us about this Khaled album. All right. So for track one, uh, we had Thankful featuring Jeremiah and Lil Wayne. And I think it was a really nice track. Um, It started off with the sample. um, And I like that. I like when it's Ain't No Love in the Heart of the City. And I like how DJ Khaled incorporated a lot of samples into all of the tracks. Um, And Jeremiah's voice fits very well. Um, I think he has very nice vocals. And Lil Wayne's verse, I think it was a good verse, except I feel like he could have done a little bit more or he could have been featured a little bit more in the album. But I think it was a really nice way to start off the first track. Wayne was on a lot of uh, DJ Khaled's songs from like way back when, when he first started. I think he hasn't been as featured in like... Uh, I think he is on major key, but maybe not as much. And um, I don't know if he's on. Uh, he on Father of Assad. I think so. I think he is. Yeah, but he he he. Wayne might actually, if he's on those two, then he might be on every DJ Khaled project. He might be like one of the few artists who can say that. Yeah, I think that's very true. So. We'll have to look into that stat, but that's just kind of a thought. All right, track two. Okay, so track two, we had Every Chance I Get with Lil Baby and Lil Dirk. And that song was produced by Tay Keith. And I think it was like a classic Tay Keith um, beat that was um, featured for the track. I think Lil Baby had a good verse, and um, the only thing is I feel like Lil Durk was a little bit offbeat. I feel like the um, the beat wasn't really – it was kind of an awkward beat, and it's not very easy to flow on. And then I also think that um, that every chance I get wasn't really – um, the beat didn't really cater to like the type of album that DJ Khaled was going for. I don't think that sound kind of fits this project, so or any previous projects that Khaled's made. So I think it was a decent song, but I know a lot of people liked it, especially because Lil Baby and Lil Durk. But I wasn't really a fan of this track very much. Yeah, I can see it was a little. A little interesting. I think it was an experiment that just didn't quite work out. Yeah, that's very true. That's well put. So track three. Uh, who did production on uh, track two, by the way? Um, That was Khaled and Takey. Okay, yeah. So for track three, we have Big Paper featuring... Cardi B, and I was not a fan of this song. Uh, I really like Cardi B as an artist, and I think as a person, she's she's pretty cool, um, cultured person. But um, I feel like the song was just really repetitive, and it was kind of like the same flow. 
and I don't think it really fit Cardi B well. I, I think this was a song to forget on the album. I I agree. I don't think that song worked on any level. I don't think the production of it, the production is that great. I feel like her verse was very, um, that there aren't any really memorable bars. We're just going bar for bar. The flow was whatever. It was just a very pedestrian track, very forgettable. And I don't think, I think she could have used a track on a DJ Khaled album to really build the anticipate, anticipate, ah, anticipate, uh, I'm like, I can't speak right now. The build the hype for her next album, right? And she couldn't, and that's not what this song is. This song kind of makes me think that she'll, she'll need to kind of do some other things to, for me to build up that hype and buy into her next album, her next project. Yeah, exactly. I feel like Cardi B has a lot of like potential, but I think that this this song kind of was a downgrade to um, her overall um, abilities as an artist. So, do you have any other thoughts about this track, or do you want to go to the next one? Yeah, we can go to the next one. Okay. So track four was We Going Crazy featuring her and Migos. And I think that this was this was a pretty good track, actually. Um, I think that her didn't really um, live up to like her full potential um, in this album. I feel like that she could have done a lot more, especially with her vocals. But I think it also helped expand helped her expand into a different genre um, of more of like pop style rather than like um, kind of like a soul and R&B laid back type of music that she typically um, puts out. And then um, I, I like the Migos on here too. I think that it's different than what Cal has done in the past, but I think that the verse was too short and I feel like if he'd incorporated them a little bit more um, into the song that it could have been a little bit better or more enhanced. Yeah, I I don't think that's not one of my standout tracks. Um, I, I don't think her, she's on another uh, track on this album that we'll, listen to, we'll talk, discuss in a moment here. I just don't think her worked on either of the songs. I just don't feel like her abilities were maximized by the production nor the song structure at all. Yeah, I think I agree with you on that one. I think that's very true. Okay, so for the next track is it is I Did It with the baby, Lil Baby, Megan Thee Stallion, and Post Malone. And I think this this was my favorite song on the track personally. Or on the on the album, uh, I like how it started out. Uh, it was kind of like a, almost like a rock, like upbeat. Um, and then you had Post Malone on the hook, and I I liked um, Meg's verse. I think that was the best verse on the song. She was going in on that song, and then um, Lil Baby had like a decent verse, but I liked the baby. I think this beat catered to him a lot, like his style um of music so his verse kind of stood out to me 
Um, but overall, I think that this was a really nice song. And this is um, a song, like, a quality song that you see in a typical Khaled project. Um, I, I, I think this song is, it, it was okay to me. It's not the, um, it's not a standout track. Um, but so what would you say? Who, how would you rank the verses? One through. Okay. So I'd have Meg at number one and then Post Malone didn't really have a verse. He was more of on the hook. Yeah. And then I'd put Dub Baby next and then I'd put Lil Baby. Okay. And I'm I'm a big Lil Baby fan, but I just this beat isn't really a beat where he'd really pop out and you'd notice it as much. You think you were um, thankful? Yeah, I mean I don't know. It's just I feel like they tried to, especially in some of the other tracks that he's featured in, I feel like they're trying to make him expand into like a genre that he's not necessarily um put into like normally so i think because usually little baby like is hardcore like rap and i think he can stand in step into the r&b um world but i just don't think that um, it really fits in this album at all I, i don't think he's really necessary for that especially i feel like he's a hot artist right now like everyone's listening to Lil Baby. He's always um, top of the charts. But I think this this did not help his um, image at all as a, as a rapper or an artist. This particular track or his uh, verses on the album as a whole? I think both, but mainly um, as a whole. But I think he's not really like a main, a main feature. Um, so it's it's not as like degrading, I think. But like when you see his name, you expect him to release um like top notch music or like at least deliver a really quality, like nice verse, but that didn't really happen, in my opinion, on this album. Like him and Joyner Lucas just did a fire track together. Yeah, I listen I listened to that when it came out. I like that. That's the type of baby that I'm looking for, but you right. don't really see that on um, this album. I would agree. I would agree. And I, I think he's been going on a run with his uh, features lately, too. So I was kind of a little thrown off. I don't think he's used properly on this album. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Which is, again, odd. I, you know, we kind of talked about that off camera. I think I I always look for Khaled to put every artist there's a reason why every artist is on a track so he kind of puts people in position to maximize them yeah i think that's very true and i think just really briefly i think um this goes back to your point you mentioned earlier before we were on the air about um like the project being rushed i think to an extent and how you aren't because of covid i feel like Khaled wasn't able to piece all of the artists together um, where they'd all like flow properly on a, on each track. And I think like he wasn't, it's kind of, it's more difficult when you have to do a lot of like working with, you have to collab remotely with artists. And I don't think, I think that that's kind of evident 
that was kind of rushed and not all of the artists were in the correct songs or even the right features for this album. So, yeah, well, I, let's talk about that a little bit more uh, kind of at the end. Let's uh, finish going through the tracks. Okay, let's, for sure. We'll flow back to that for sure. Touch on that. Okay, so for the next track, we have Let It Go featuring 21 Savage and Justin Bieber. Um, I I like this song, but I just don't think that 21 really fit that well into it and it was it was kind of like a weird beat like you don't really you don't really hear 21 on that this type of beat um and Justin Bieber I feel like he did a good job but um again like I don't think that he was used properly um as you mentioned like in this in this song yeah I I don't I don't necessarily think this was a song that Justin Bieber had to be on. Um, There's certain other uh, DJ Khaled tracks. This kind of feels like more because they just, Justin Bieber's been on a lot of Khaled tracks that he had to kind of be on this project. So like, we'll just throw him on a song and this ended up being that record. But I don't think uh, this, that this particular track feels like a throwaway track me yeah for sure i think like the only way that um it made it to the album was i think because they were trying to replicate like i'm the one or i'm on one no it's i'm the one with um chance and justin bieber i think i feel like they were trying to replicate that flow with this song but it just didn't really um, work well didn't really um, pan out to be all that yeah, and I personally like I wasn't a big fan of um Justin Bieber's last two projects actually. So Yeah, uh-huh. I I listened to like the hit songs on there, but um, like uh what is it that Peaches song is decent on his album, but um it's he doesn't make that song either. That's like one of the bigger songs on his latest album. Uh, but who, who's on that? Khaled's on that and uh, Givion, right? Yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. Um, Givion. I always mess up his name. But... Okay, right. so for the next track, we have Body in Motion with Bryson Tiller, Lil Baby, and Roddy Rich. And this is this is one of my favorite tracks on the album. Um, I think that Bryson Tiller like was really at home. Like you could tell, he was really comfortable on this type of beat, and it catered to his style of music very well. Um, I think that Lil Baby also paired well with um Bryson Tiller on this track. They kind of flowed well together. Um, I feel like Roddy Rich, they didn't really use him properly, and his verse was very short. I feel like if maybe they put him on the hook a little bit or they added him to Bryson Tiller's like hook, I feel like it could have worked out. But I, I don't think is he's needed in this track. But other than that, I, I think it was a quality um record and they did a good job on it. 
Yeah, this is uh, one of my favorite tracks on the project, but I agree with you. I feel like um, Bryson, who's on this album quite a bit, this is the song that he has a standout performance on. This is his best song on this project uh, by far. And um, I, I feel like maybe the song could have just been Roddy and Bryson rather than uh, having a little baby verse. I think that could have been cool to hear. Um, but yeah, I don't think Roddy was put in the best position for this track, which is a little surprising to me. Yeah, that's true. Oh, what were you saying? I think because it's a DJ Khaled project and he's usually very good at that, like we keep saying, but, um, yeah, this, it it just seems like the structure of this was just kind of odd, but I, I really do like this song. I don't want to get away from that. This is one of my favorite songs on the project, on the album. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, so for the next track, we have "Pop Star," which is a Drake song. Oh, uh, I don't know. If, I don't want to talk too much about the Drake songs, just because they came out a while ago, and everyone's heard um, both of the Drake songs featured in this album, and they they went platinum. So. Yeah, that's kind of the issue with the Drake songs here. They don't fit from a uh, sequential standpoint. The sequencing on them feels odd. Um, just And just the tracks themselves don't feel like they're a part of the same album. They feel like they're a part of a different album. Since we've experienced those songs so, so long ago. And, um, you know, it's just my conjecture that this is um, kind of COVID threw off the rollout to a certain extent and maybe even the production of this project, this album. Yeah, I think that's very true. I think he kind of, DJ Khaled, I feel like he was going to add these songs regardless, but I just don't think that they really fit. Or maybe if he put out like bo- bonus tracks or maybe a deluxe possibly, yeah, then maybe you could add these, but bonus tracks. Mm-hmm. I feel like what they were maybe at this point supposed to be, but they're not. They're actually a part of the album, and we only have fourteen album, fourteen songs, and this is the most concise DJ Khaled album. So it's very weird. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's true. That is true. Uh, so for the next song, we have "This Is My Year." With Big Sean, A Boogie, Diddy, and Rick Ross. So initially, when I first listened to the song, um, I didn't like it at all just because I don't think A Boogie fit well in this track. I feel like they overdid it with his auto tune and he was just really offbeat. And it was just kind of one of those mediocre, like A Boogie verses that you see in some of his albums. Um, but I think that Big Sean helped resurrect the song a lot, and his verse kind of brought it back to life. Um, I think that he's been on a hot streak lately with the music that he's been putting out. So um, Rick Ross also had a really nice verse. Uh, I think that he's a solid artist, and he does a good job. He always does a good job with uh, guest features. So and then Diddy didn't he didn't really have a verse he was just kind of 
Um, I think they had him on the hook a little bit, and he was just kind of talking in the song. But yeah, mad libs. Yeah, the ad libs. But other than that, I think it was just a mediocre. It was an average song, but um, Big Sean really like brought it brought it back to life. I think. Yeah, to me, this is a Big Sean record, um, because like to your point, a boogie doesn't really add anything. Rick Ross was pretty decent on this, but it's Big Sean who just kills it. Uh, that makes it a standout record for me on this project. Yeah, exactly. Big Sean, he did a really nice job with his feature. Big Sean has a history of killing uh, his uh, DJ Khaled versus. Yeah, that is true. That is true. He actually killed Kendrick on, what was was it Major Key, Holy Key? I think Holy so. On Major Key. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Shout out to Big Sean. Sean Don. <laughs> yes, sir. So for the next track, we have Sorry Not Sorry uh, with Harmonies by The Hive, James Folleroy, Jay-Z, and Nas. And I really like this. I like this track. They also made a music video for this um, yeah. song. Let's talk so, about the music video. I think the music video was pretty cool. Um, it was kind of like a club scene, like at night, and they had like the glowing lights. Um, and then they would like switch the scenes to like just just one individual, one individual in the shot. So it'd be like Nas or Jay Z like talking and then they'd have the song like flowing to them. Um I think that it it was pretty cool. I like seeing um Nas and not the Nas and Jay Z collab is kinda interesting too, just because of like the history that they've had, like with beefs and everything. So I, I think it was kinda cool how they all them and Khaled all worked on a track together. And they did Nas's verse was really nice i like um his verse and then jay-z he came in with a really smooth verse and then um beyonce there were ad-libs with her voice on there too so i think that it was very well put together i i definitely agree i thought this is my absolute favorite um song on the album so um and kind of excluding the Drake tracks, because I do love the Drake tracks. So with that, it becomes a little bit more competitive. Um, but excluding the Drake songs, this is by far, in a way, my um, favorite song. I thought Jay's, I love Jay-Z's verse. I love Nas's verse. I didn't feel like they were competing with each other. I felt like they were complimenting each other. We don't get uh, collaborations between them often. And I just thought it was just great just to hear them on a, a track together. I, I and I and I liked the production. It just was smooth, and I think it um just signified uh, and symbolized exactly where they are in life and the icons that they are in the rap game. You know, I Nas and Jay Z have influenced me um, not just as an artist but as a person. Um, and as a, a business mind. So um, I want to give them their their flowers while they're still here. So salute to both of those, um, both of those gentlemen. And um, Nas had a, a great album this year. And 
um, in my mind, one of the like albums of the year. So, salute to him. Yeah, I think that was that was a really good point that you made. Um, I I like Nas Nas's album too. I think he did a great job like making it um, like a classic Nas album, and then he added a few like new school artists. So. Um, I think that they all did a great job on this track, though, with Khaled. So. For the next song, um, we have I Can Have It All with Bryson Tiller, her, and Meek Mill. And they sampled, they used the sample um, Feel It in the Air. Right. And I, I liked how they added that um, into the song. I think her did a good job on the vocals, but I think it was very simple verse um, or just like on the vocals rather than a verse on the hook. Um, I think that she didn't really tap into her full capabilities on this track, but I think Bryson Tiller and Meek Mill kind of made up for that. I really liked Meek's verse. He was very comfortable on the track. It sounded like a classic um, Meek verse, like t- talking about his history and like himself as a person. And then Bryson Tiller, he flowed on this track too. I think that the beat uh, really cared, catered to his style. I think when beats um, are made for a certain artist, it kind of brings out their um, strong suits and um, their ability to showcase themselves on a track. And I think that Bryson Tiller was able to do that on this track. I I think Bryson did his thing. I think her, again, I don't think she was put in a position for success. Like, I'm not going to remember that her was on this track. Um, Bryson, I'm not this wasn't a standout song for him but i think he did his thing uh but it was meek's verse that i think kind of saved this track i thought Meek killed it not maybe not as much as big sean did on his track but he 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 did his thing for sure yeah that's very true i think meek meek had the best verse by far so and if you look back at this track you'd remember meek's verse yeah the the i think the standout part about this song is uh Meek's verse for sure and I I I just don't feel like the other two artists this captures them or it was something really memorable but I this is one of the best verses for Meek that I've heard from him in a while so I think this was a uh, a good look for him Mm -hmm. very true okay so for the next track we have is Grease with Drake and we already discussed like the Drake songs being on the album. Um, I think that this song is really nice. I th- I like the beat on the song. Um, it's very unique, and I like how Drake flowed on it. But again, it kind of just didn't really fit into the whole Khaled album. And it came out a while ago, as we mentioned earlier. So I don't think there are too many things to say about it, but it's a quality track. I again I, I like that record. Um 
I really don't like it. It's placement on the album. Like we've been saying, it doesn't feel like neither Drake tracks feel like they fit this album, but like listening to going from, I can have it all to Greece. It, they just don't work at all. So the sequencing just, we we're dropping the ball on the sequencing there. Yeah, that's true. Um, so for the final track, we have "Where You Come From," uh, featuring Barrington Levy, Bounty Killer, Boohoo Banton, and Capleton. And this was a this was a different track. I think it was kind of unique because it was a reggae, like Jamaican Caribbean type song and i think that khaled was kind of trying to expand um his genres i think and adding a song to this type of song definitely did that and he also made a music video with this song and i know that a lot of people had mixed emotions about this song because he did receive criticism khaled um, because it didn't really fit in at all, or um, a lot of his fan base isn't really familiar familiar with this type of music, and it just didn't really work in the album. But then I heard that a lot of people um, really enjoyed listening to the track, and they liked how Khaled is kind of stepping out into this different genre, and how he's um, supporting these reggae artists. So I think that it was a pretty cool track. I wasn't the biggest fan of it, but I kind of like what DJ Khaled was trying to get at with this track, especially the way he ended the album with it, too. Yeah, like, so you think it worked as an outro song, the, the final song on an album? Um, I or think it, that it, it kind of was like a statement song, okay. almost. Yeah. Yeah, because... I think this is a song that you kind of had to put at the end of the album, or maybe you put it um, after Thankful as a, like an earlier track, because mm-hmm. I just don't think it works in like the middle or anywhere else. So I think just um, I didn't, I don't love this song, um, and he's worked with uh, some of those artists before um, with that Jamaican tone, but you know he's Miami based, so. Um, I think he lives in L.A. now. I'm not sure, but he definitely has strong ties to Miami. So this kind of uh, Jamaican feel to it, um, I, w- I would kind of anticipate that. So I'm not not mad at it. It's cool. Um, yeah. Yeah, so looking back at the album, um, I know it just recently came out, but do you have any overall opinion about it or um, – what do you th- what do you think of it? Overall, I'm actually kind of disappointed with this pro- this album. Um, I hope that uh, I think that we'll probably get a deluxe version of this at some point. I'm curious to see what the rollout will be for that, and um, what those songs look like, and how that changes the um, the sequencing of the album, if at all. Um, and I- I'm curious to. I think at some point we're going to get some more information about this album. So I, I would love to hear that. Uh, and I'm definitely looking forward to uh, DJ Khaled kind of in music as a whole, getting out of this COVID, all of us getting out of COVID 
uh, process and to see what type of collaborations DJ Khaled has in store for us next. So, Yeah, I think that was a great way to put it. And I, I do agree with you on the part where um, it was a little bit disappointing compared to some of his other projects that he's released. Um, I think that DJ Khaled's kind of unique in that he has a lot of personal relationships with these artists, so he's able to add them all into a project. But I think COVID did affect um, the outcome of the album and that it could have been a lot better than it was and some of the songs just didn't really fit very well. But, I mean, he did have some nice songs. I think there are definitely at least two to three hits um, within the album. So I'm looking forward, like you said, to his uh, upcoming music. I think that he'll definitely drop some more after this um, in the near future. And I, I'm looking forward to what he has in store next. So, um, I just want to say, I have just kind of two closing thoughts. Um, I just want to let the audience know that we've listened to this album um, at least three times. Uh, both of us, it's been a little bit more. We're probably in like that um, actually under 10 range. Um, so um, Rudy reached out, decided that this wanted to he wanted to uh, review this album, and so we made it happen. Um, we've been listening to it since it came out, uh, midnight. Um, and yeah, uh, we're definitely gonna follow up, do a follow up episode with this that I'm looking forward to in a few months. Um, just because we, you know, it's new. This album is new, so we kind of want to sit with it, process it some more, and have that opportunity to give you our. Um, you know, thoughts as we uh, process the album. And then I wanted to throw this question your way, Rudy. Who do you think, what's your ideal Khaled feature? Like, you have three artists that you can put on a Khaled track. And who, who, uh, just get artist and a producer. Who produces the track? Okay, um... So if we have a producer, I have to say, man, I'm trying to think of some of my favorite producers. Take Keith, I'm not really well, if we if we look at the artist, I think that the best track that Cali could make with three artists would be Rick Ross, Drake, and Bryson Tiller. I think that that would be inspired. Yeah, I think that would be a really good track. Um, artists, I mean, producers. Um, man, I can't even think of, like, I'm, I'm blanking on the producers. But well, we'll I think back. that, we yeah, I think those would be the best artists. Okay. And, um, so I think a track with, J. Cole, Drake, and Big Sean would be fire, and I have J. Cole producing. Yeah, I think um, J. Cole, that would be... J. Cole and 40. 40 would produce, too. Uh-huh, yeah. And then, you know what? I, I hate to be greedy, but I'm thinking um, if J. Cole 
could produce and he could collaborate with 40 as well as hit boy that song would, and then dj Khaled could put his spin on it that song would be out of here yeah i think that's true um i think if you had like dj Khaled and like mustard like produce a song i think that that would be or if you had a Kanye produced song, because Kanye is really good at like the soulful beats, and like um, he he used to be really good at sampling, and he has a really good ear for um, like soulful type beats or like R and B type vibes. So I think that that would probably fit him very well. But yeah, these are our current thoughts. We're recording this just a few days after the album is dropped, and we're going to release it as soon as it's done processing. So we'll drop it in a couple of hours post uh, post recording. All right. Well, thank you so much, Pete. I really enjoy it. Uh, recording the episode and i'm also looking forward to um collaborations in the future with other episodes especially um another Khaled review after we've let this album kind of sit and listen to it a little bit more in the next couple of months so thank you so much and i greatly appreciate it all right well we're out of here we'll be coming back at you appreciate you rudy and congrats again, ASU, ASU. Yes, sir. Thank you. I appreciate it.